That sounds fun. That's enough. That's, that's <laughs> enough of that nonsense. <laughs> She's all business. I love it. I love it. <laughs> all right. We good? And I heard the music's off. Perfect. Okay. Welcome to another episode of the Thirsty Mom Podcast, powered by Thirst. My name is Lori Thompson, and we are live. No, we're not live. See, I mess up every time. <laughs> Why would I say live? That doesn't even make any sense. This is stupid. Anyways, here we go. <laughs> Sorry. You got this. I got this. You got this. Thank you. Thank you. You can what do it. Why don't you just start? You can start us out. Jeez. Okay. You can do it. Welcome to another episode of the Thirsty Mom Podcast, powered by Thirst. My name is Lori Thompson, and today we're talking with Tia Stokes. Woo! Yeah. Tia, welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for finally coming. I'm so excited. Yes. You've been on the calendar, and just things have come <laughs> up, which I totally I know. get it. Life. <laughs> life it's <happens>. life. <laughs> so first question, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Diet Coke with vanilla. Is that like your go-to? That's my go-to. Nice. That's what I drink. Nice. Yes, I love it. Even at home you make it or you just out and about? Out and about. Out and about. That's just fountain. special. Has to be fountain. Right? I know. I, I know. I totally agree. <laughs> like when you pop the can, you're like, this doesn't taste This is the not same. the same. Yes, ah. it is not it. And with the straw, with the ice. Oh, my goodness. All the things, yeah. Okay, quick question. Yes. Or let's start with where are you from, where okay. were you raised, all of that stuff. Well, I'm Tia B. Stokes. I am from, originally from St. George, Utah. Okay. Um, I'm a mom of five. I have four boys and one little girl. Awesome. What are their ages? Uh, 13, Major is 13, Legend is 11, Maze is 8, and Taz is 4, and Rose is 2. Oh, my gosh. Isn't it yes. hard? Don't you have to put it in order? Like yes. when someone says like something about like one of my oh, middle totally. kids and I'm like, hang on, wheel checks down like everybody. Like I have to always put it in order, <laughs> yes. right? And I notice you're kind of like, that, like yeah, because I'm like, I get confused. <laughs> uh, there's so many. Right? Because it's hard. Anyways, I'm sorry. Okay. So a baby girl, finally. Yes, oh. I know. I originally wanted eight boys like oh you. Oh my gosh. But um, yeah, I ended up getting, when I was pregnant with my fifth, I was, I changed my mind in the middle of my pregnancy. Oh, I was like, shoot. maybe I want a girl. And then the Lord gave me a girl. So, so. you didn't know until no. the baby was born? No. Well, I knew. I found out. Okay, but you I, you know, I always wanted all boys. And then uh, I kind of changed my mind. You're like, so. just kidding. Just yeah. kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So yeah. then are you done having children? I am now because I, well, I mean, anything can happen. Yeah. Miracles happen all the time. But because of my chemo treatments, I'm postmenopausal. Uh, okay. So. We're going to get to that in a minute. Yeah. So you're from St. George, yes. born and raised. Where did you start dancing, or how old were you when you started so dancing? I was 10 years old when I started dancing. I, um, my sister was my dance teacher. Okay. Um, I'm the youngest of seven kids. I come from a big family, and so it was free. Were they all dancers? Um, not all of them, but okay. everybody was either really into music, sang, played instruments, or danced. Oh, my so, gosh. So, you know, some way or the other, we were a musical family, so... Uh, my mom was like, you're going to dance since your sister teaches dance and it's free. <laughs> I know? get that. I get that large family discount or free. Exactly. You're doing that exactly. activity. <laughs> so my mom was like, you're going to go to dance oh my because gosh. your sister's your teacher. Nice. And I ended up falling in love with it. Like oh I trained in the studio. I ended up teaching at 12 because my sister owned a studio. Oh my gosh. So I was able to help her teach and teach classes and learn how to teach at a young age. And I just, I fell in love with it. And I danced in high school. I cheered. 
And then I danced in college a little bit. And which college did you go to? Uh, Dixie State. And did University. you do, were you like on the dance team or? I was on the dance company team. Oh my team. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And then as a senior in high school, I started doing auditions and auditioning for singers. And that's what I always wanted to do was be a backup dancer. Oh my gosh. And I got my first dance gig, I guess you could call it with Beyonce Knowles. And I knew this, and I, like, awards. blows yeah. my mind. How freaking cool. I was so, a senior, too. I, can't, I, I was gonna say like, how you were young, right? Kid. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So you toured with her? No, 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 I only did, I did the Billboard Music Awards oh with her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes, and it was so fun. And what song was it that they sang? It was, she sang Me, Myself, and I. Oh yeah. my gosh. And it was, it was crazy. I think I was the youngest dancer there because, I mean, it was all like these professional women and I was just this little girl. Oh my gosh. What a <laughs> great then, experience Yeah, though. it was. I know. Seriously. So, like, such a great experience. And your first and, gig is yeah. Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so did you get to meet her? Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I did. Uh-huh. So is she yeah. as cool as she seems? She really is. She's a that sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So sweet. So kind hearted. Yeah. So that was your like foot into like Hollywood backup yeah. dance scene. Yeah. So and then after that, I started auditioning more. I ended up dancing for a company called United Spirits Association USA. And I was able to tour with them and do NBA games, NFL games. Oh my gosh. And then I got to dance a little bit for Jennifer Love Hewitt at the oh, Pro awesome. Bowl. Yeah. Which is kind of cool because now me and Jennifer are like really good friends. Oh, that's awesome. So um, just, yeah, she, yeah full she is one of my faves too. Yeah. I love, I love, love her. her. Yep, yes. Love her. And then after that in 2007, I moved back to St. George. I was being managed by Britney Spears' dad at the time. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, yeah, at the time. Maybe he was good then, but he doesn't <laughs> seem to be so good now. Yikes. Yeah. So I was, had all these plans to move back to L.A. I was only supposed to be in St. George for a little bit. Yeah. And I ended up um, changing my mind. I just kind of felt like I wanted a change in my life. I wanted something greater. I wanted to do whatever my Heavenly Father wanted me to do. So I remember I walked in my brother's office that day and I told him because he was going to move back with me to L.A. at mm -hmm. the time, too. And I just told him I didn't want to go anymore and I wanted to do whatever my Heavenly Father wanted me to do. Oh, my gosh. And what so, a leap of faith. Yes. Yeah. And because you're just barely new at this. Yes. But there's well, and it's so many opportunities. All like, the opportunities yeah, are right there, just right at, there at your doorstep. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. Everyone thought I was crazy because they're like, "This is what you've worked your whole life for. You know, you have all the opportunities right here. He's willing to make you a star, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. You know, that's what they were wanting to do. And I just wanted to do whatever my heavenly Father wanted me to do, and I didn't care what it was. It was kind of a crazy experience for me because I didn't care if it was da if dance was still involved or not um, I just wanted to live my life for him Wow and so after that the crazy thing is is that I started a dance a hip-hop dance class in st. George and I got the same people coming all the time girls coming and I decided I'm like well let's perform let's let's start working on a number and perform oh how cool and we needed a name and so the word calamity kept coming to my mind. Calamity, calamity. And I'm like, why calamity? That's so random. That is a random That's so word. weird. <laughs> like, so why that word? And so finally, after a few weeks of like tossing it in the air, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go with it. We're going to name it calamity. I'm going to spell it with a K, make it a little edgier, you yeah. know, make some cool hip hop boombox shirts. And we ended up getting ready for our first concert in 2009. 
And at the time, it was not, it was just for us, like, to put on a show. How old were you? I was 21. Okay, still super young to do this. Yes. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. sorry, go on. So, I was 21, and um, I, uh, at the, our first concert, right as we were getting ready for it, one of my dancers was diagnosed with cancer for the second time. Oh, my and gosh. And so, we decided to make it a concert for her and to no donate 100% of the proceeds, whoever came to... Tiffany Scholl oh. to, our, to our dancer and um, it was funny because there was only like probably like six rows of people there our husbands and <laughs> you know barely anyone there but we ended up raising $1,300 that night at our first concert that's awesome uh, but after that it was so cool because people started calling us and asking for our help you know could you put on a concert for my mom she just got diagnosed with cancer can oh, you put on a concert for my dad that is awesome you know asking for help and that's when it clicked that that's what calamity was for, was dancing for people going through real life calamities. Yes. You know? Yes, and I love that. So I've had that, I've turned it into a nonprofit now. So I had, and I have a two dance studios now from it. And we now are 15 years later and we've raised over a million dollars for gosh. families. And we've danced for over 50 families in Utah. That We're all is over amazing. the world, actually. Now it's worldwide. So. That is, I can't, that is so yeah. amazing. So if somebody has, if somebody wants you, what, how do they reach out to you? Yeah. How do you get a concert for them? Yes. So they can reach out via email. My okay. email is on my Instagram account. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's oh pretty much gosh. it. Yeah. So do you travel all around the United States or is it just local Utah? We would love, I mean, we haven't traveled so far. I mean, usually it's pretty close to Utah area. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, that's my main goal. I would love to make it. I mean, my big picture of calamity is being able to travel and dance for different causes all over the oh world. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How cool would that be? And though? that's why you're not a backup dancer exactly. in LA. Well, and this is why that's you were needed in so many other lives. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, how cool is that? That, you know, when I made that choice to change my life oh, and yeah. to make that decision that God still made dance a part of my life. Yes. That you is know? awesome. So. so how long have you been married for? I've been married for 14 years. And is your husband a dancer at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes no. and obviously supports he you. He is. But, I mean, I've never, oh. I follow you on TikTok. Yeah. I, I've never seen him in a TikTok. Has he ever, no. I see your kids every not. once in a while. No. He's yeah. not even, not even a kind of a. No, no, <laughs> no. I think I got him to stand in the background for a couple of my videos. <laughs> But that was like a lot. He's like, hurry up and do it. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. Oh my gosh. Did you guys meet at college? No, we actually met through mutual friends. Okay. He actually was drafted to the NFL in 2005. He was Mr. Irrelevant, the last oh draft Oh my pick. gosh. Yeah. And so he was in between teams at the time. And, and I, this was when I had moved home and decided to make that choice. And I met him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and is some he friends. from St. George as well? He is from St. George. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's crazy. I know. I love this because I thought I knew a lot of stuff about you, but I did not know all of these little tidbits. Yeah. So, so fun. So then you are living in St. George. Yes. Or no, when did you move to you when did you move up north to, to Orem or uh, 2018. Okay, so you moved yes. why did you guys end up moving up here? So we ended up moving up here because Andy got a job at Timview High School okay. as a football coach and as a teacher. Okay. So, but ended up being a huge blessing because I was next to the hospital. That's like where I needed to be. Yeah. So, so. let's let's start talking about that. Yeah. So off the air, I was talking to you about um, Ashley Rose Reeves had an event 2020. Yes. What was it? March? Like right before all 
blank let loose <laughs> um and you were at the event we did this big huge group TikTok, and i remember meeting you and there's several anyways it was an awesome event and you were i remember you not i mean i didn't know you but i could tell that you yes. weren't feeling well yes. so is that kind of where it started yes i was actually sick i had rose so when i was pregnant with rose in 2019 i had a sore throat and a cough and it never went away and so i ended up when i gave birth to rose in august the end of august um, I still had that cough, still had that sore throat. Oh my gosh. And um, I ended up going through postpartum depression. I'd never experienced postpartum depression ever with all my other kids. And it was really, really, really hard. A really, really dark moment in my life. And um, after that, I just started getting sick. Like in December, I started getting flu-like symptoms. I had loss of appetite. I was feeling nauseous. I was... You know, and all these things I just kind of marked off as postpartum. Right, right. Because I just had a baby, so yeah. I was And just your body's all wonky. All wonky. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's my fifth baby, right. so I'm just thinking, okay, I'm just trying, my body's just trying to normalize itself or something. Right. And then um, in January, I started getting sicker. I was getting sicker. I couldn't breathe very well. I would teach classes, dance classes, and I couldn't catch my breath, and... I would come home and I would just sleep all day long. Like my husband, and that's not my personality. I'm not a huge, like, just lay around all the day all right. long, you know? So, um, but yeah, I was just, I started getting night sweats. I was having, um, on top of like loss of appetite, on top of the no energy, I couldn't breathe. I was, I had random bruising all over my body. Oh my I had throbbing headaches. I body chills, body aches. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I was in the bath because I was just so sick. You know, when you oh, just want right. that warm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, um, and then finally in April, I had my awesome doctor that I finally went to, um, did a blood panel on me and they found out that I had leukemia through that blood panel. So oh my gosh. it was honestly like seven months of being sick. Well, you know, through my pregnancy, I had that cough, but after I had Rose, I was just getting sicker and sicker and sicker. So now you have this tiny newborn, yeah. still sick, and now you find out you have leukemia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I, I know. know a lot about this part of the story, which I don't know if our listeners do. So tell us what happened at that. Because now it's COVID. Yes. So now you can't go. No one can go in the hospital to visit you. Yeah. You are literally there all by yourself for how long was the yeah. longest time you were there? Um, I was there for, I mean, a month and a half. Yeah, by myself. And it was really hard the day that I got diagnosed. Um, you know, you you don't ever think cancer's gonna happen to right. you. You know, you I, especially for me, I was I'm full of energy, I love life, I'm a life liver, like I just love to do things, I'm very active, um, and try to always be very optimistic, you right. know, in, in my lifestyle. And so that day when I was diagnosed, they told me that um, I had to be admitted right away because my blood smears were so bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they, they were so bad they thought I was in a coma because my blood smears were so bad. Holy yeah. moly. Yeah, they asked my doctor. And you're functioning. I was functioning. Not only a dancer, yeah. you're, you're, you're a mom with all these kids. You're, oh my gosh. I was gosh. functioning, yeah, which is such a miracle. And so he told me that I had, to, I had an hour to get to the hospital. Oh, how scary is I that? Know. Yeah. And so my husband took me to the hospital, dropped me off. I said goodbye oh, to my kids. Oh my gosh. And drop and he dropped me off that day, and I went to fight the hardest fight of my life. Yes, like, you know. Yes. But. So yes. Yeah. So when I I 
I when I guess I started following you on TikTok before because I remember you just doing regular dances and then the hospital dances. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Tia, they would break my heart because I would see some days you literally could hardly like lift your head. Yes. And you were like still doing whatever. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Whatever, yeah, whatever the dance, <laughs> quote unquote dance. There's no TikTok real dance moves yeah. actually. But you know, I'm like, you know, you know those little things. Yes, anyway, yes, yes. you would still do that and you would say day whatever and you still chose to find the good, the yeah. happiness in the most miserable, awful situation, which yeah. thank you. Thank you for being such a light to us, even though you're going literally through hell. All <laughs> of us watching you were so inspired by you. Thank you. No, it's the <sighs> Lord, not me. Oh my gosh. So then you got released. Yeah. Then I know you got COVID. So I got released on May 24th. So I went through that whole month, the thir first 30 days, initial, you know, chemo. And they keep you in there for the 30 days because of reactions and right. monitoring you and all the things that could happen because it is blood cancer. It's a very aggressive type of cancer. And um, the day I got released on May 24th, um, I called my mom that morning and she, cause she used to call, I would call her every morning. She'd give me like a scripture or a spiritual thought or something mm, to motivate me throughout wonderful. the day. Mm -hmm. And I ended up, um, she didn't answer, and so I knew that she would just call me back. And my husband came and picked me up, and I got, you know, I saw him for the first time after oh a month, gosh. and we were hugging, and then he told me that my mom had passed away. Oh, my gosh, Tia, I did not know that. Yeah, she passed away in her sleep, yeah, that night. So I talked to her the night before on Saturday on Zoom, and... Yeah, I talked to her that night before. And then that was the last conversation that I had with her. I'm so sorry. But she was healthy. There was nothing wrong with her. She just passed away in her sleep. Oh, my gosh. On yeah. top of all this other stuff, now you have to deal with your mom. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And that's why she didn't answer. That is just... I am so sorry. Yeah, I know. But... Honestly, like, you know, like any mom, she just wanted to be there with me and she couldn't course, be there in her mortal body. And uh, she just want I'm her baby. I'm the baby of the family, you know? And so I know, and my mom, she was so cute. She would always, whenever I would talk to her, she'd say, Tia, I pleaded with the Lord to keep <laughs> you here, you know, to keep you here. And, and so I know that she's, you know, she's happy where she's at and she's been with me. And my journey only got harder from there. So oh, for sure. she, it was, I mean, it's been a huge blessing and another opportunity for me to grow and to find my strengths as well as test my faith, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so how long were you home till? So I went got... to her funeral. Okay. And then a week later, and then I was back in the hospital for round two. And then I went in for six days. And then after that round of chemo, it totally wiped out my bone marrow completely, everything. And um, I couldn't walk. I couldn't talk. I couldn't use my, my fine motor skills. Um, and so I had to be admitted back into the hospital for treatments and for scans, MRIs, everything, trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And ended up being that it was toxicity to the chemo that I had. And so after that month, event, month and a half of being in the hospital, I was released. Um, but all through that time, I, I was doing physical therapy, 
um, occupational therapy, speech therapy. I was meeting with the neurologist every day. I was doing, you know, scans after scans after scans. Um, but I finally was able to go home after a month and a half. And then I got COVID. <laughs> so I was, I was neutropenic. I had no immune system oh my because of the, the, tre the yeah, treatments right. totally killed everything. Yeah. And that's when they decided that I needed, a, I had to do a transplant. Because in the beginning, it wasn't, I didn't need a transplant. We were just going to do chemo. Right. And then um, after that second round and what had happened to my body and what was happening to me because of the chemo, they said that I, I, the only option was a transplant after that. But then I got COVID. And so I was So then admitted. everything's postponed. Yeah, you know. everything. Oh. Yeah, well, because for transplant, they want you as strong as you possibly can be. Right, right. And um, so I was admitted back into the hospital for another month and a half. And this time I was in isolation. Oh, I my was, gosh. I couldn't leave my bedroom. I, I mean, my bedroom. My hospital room, <laughs> not my bedroom. Um, and yeah, I was all by myself again for that time. Like how much yeah. more can the Lord give you? Yeah. Like so many people would be broken by now and you never were. Maybe you were by yourself <laughs> yeah. when we couldn't see. But like I said, when you posted videos on Instagram yeah. and TikTok, you were always so positive. Yeah. You always gave the message, like, look for the good. And yeah. you would say some random things. And I can't even remember offhand, but like, yeah, you were totally out in your bed, but like someone would bring you, I don't know, like ice water or something that you wanted. And you were like, I am so thankful for that. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Like it was just so inspiring. And I remember every, a bunch of people came to your window yes, and you could yeah. see people just like the rally well, of people that came around oh, to totally. support you as best as we could because we can't go in yes, the hospital. I know. Ugh. And that was another cool thing. I mean, honestly, and one of my decisions was, you know, you can either have, ha I could either have happy cancer or miserable cancer. Right. But either way, I'm going to have, have cancer. cancer. Right. So I get to choose how I get to fight this battle. Oh, my gosh. And I feel like that's anybody in life, you know, we get to choose how we go through. Sorry, crap's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you can say the real word. Yeah. That's, that really that. does happen. <laughs> it's going to happen, you yeah. know? Like, it's, it's, not, it's not if, it's when. Yeah. So when it happens, we get the choice of how we get to approach it, how we react to it, how we get to make the most of it. Do we look at it as an opportunity or as a challenge? Yeah. And for me, I feel like everything's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to grow. It's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to grow our strengths, to find out how strong we are. Like, there's so many positives to every little thing that happens in our, in our life. It doesn't have to be a negative. You know, you're and such a great example. No. I mean, just for you to be like someone's mom. I mean, your kids are so freaking lucky. <laughs> I don't know but if they would say that. I'm very, <laughs> I'm mom. I mean, mom. So but still, I think they'll get it. like my kids. I know the older kids are finally getting it, which I love. I'm like, oh, it only took you 18, 19, 20 years. Yeah. Oh, great. But they do get it. So I'm like, I know they will see. Holy shiz my yeah. mom was a freaking warrior like we we know that we can see that we know that oh my gosh i hope so okay so then what happened with the the bone marrow tra transplant yes so then i was released from the hospital and this was my time to get stronger i mean they kept telling me that you know transplant is really hard that's all the nurses and the doctors would say is tia you need to be the strongest that you can be because and the recovery is hard or the what, what's hard about it the operation, everything? Yes, everything. Okay. Yeah, the whole end recovery. I mean, I'm still in recovery. It's only been over a, a little over a year now. But um, yeah, after that, so when I, after COVID, all my siblings got tested. So to be the match. 
And one of my siblings ended up being 100% my match. Yep. And that was my brother, Clay. Yeah. And it was a miracle because it's a 25% chance that your sibling can actually be your match. Oh, my gosh. And Thank goodness for large families. I know. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yes, I know. Seriously. Oh. Yeah, so I ended up getting – he went into his process the end of November – he did all of his shots. He had to do granite shots. Which and is a lot of crap for someone yeah. to, yep. Oh, totally. Ugh. Yes. He sacrificed a lot for yeah. me. And he's probably married with children. Yes. Yes, he is. Uh-huh. It's a huge sacrifice, but yes. worth it. Yes. And then on December 2nd, I got my transplant. Oh, my gosh. And it's been, I mean, it was really, really hard. It was really, really hard. And the recovery, and I was in the hospital for that whole uh, month of December, for uh, recovering and trying to get my strength back. And all of that, and I actually was able to go home right before Christmas, oh which was goodness. a huge miracle. That is yeah. a miracle. And then I've been home. I've been home ever since then, except for I got COVID again in December. <laughs> so I was back in the hospital for that treatment. And then I just got off oxygen like a week ago. Oh, my so, gosh. I was going to say, I saw you at a couple yeah. other events with oxygen, and I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. So it's just like a slow, very slow, <laughs> yeah. but it's all uphill climb so far, right? Yes, yes. No, it's good. I'm in remission. Oh, my so gosh. So I got, yeah, I was told I was in remission last year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. So how often do you have to be tested now? So now I'm to once a month. Once a month. Yes. And then until what? Yeah. Until you get to a certain year and then it's a so yearly or six years. I'm then I'm considered cured or, oh gosh, or survivor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Jeez. That still seems like so far yeah. away though. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Okay. I know. Right. But no, it's not, it's not bad at all. And it goes by so fast. Like seriously, yeah. I feel like two years ago I was diagnosed and I'm like, wow, it's been two years yeah. already. Yeah. Like, Especially with yes. kids. Life happens and yes. it gets busy. So Every month you're tested, but you're feeling better. You have your energy. Yes. I mean, do you feel like a hundred percent or no, like no, no, 80? No, no. Like where are you at? No, I probably feel 50. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So what, what are you still struggling with? What's still happening? So with your body? I have graft versus host disease. Okay. So that's after transplant, after transplant, some people develop graft versus host disease where your cells basically attack the yep. new cells. They don't know what's going on. So your body stiffens up. So right now I'm. Like my mobility in my joints is really stiff. Um, I have skin thickening. Your skin thickens up. You develop rashes. Oh my things gosh! Like that. And you get it in your eyes. You get it in your mouth. Again, yeah. why is there more? <laughs> Heavenly Father, <laughs> she is done. She's done. Turkey's She's done. done. <laughs> God, give her a break for heaven's sake. I think I stood in heaven and I raised my hand to all of it. So well, it's kind of <laughs> ironic that you decide not to go fulfill your yeah. to be a freaking dancer for every artists yeah. in America and go back to St. George to help families with Indeed. cancer patients. And then the Lord's like, let's give her cancer. <laughs> like what in the world? Well, and that's a, that's the crazy thing about the story, you know, is that I was dancing for people with yeah. cancer for so long. And then, like I said, you never think it's going to happen to you. And then bam, like I'm the one, like the yeah. person that created this Well, you, thing. you had the empathy, you knew how it affected those families. Yeah. Like for you, it's like full circle. Like yeah. it's, oh my gosh. Yes. So is there a cure for this disease? So uh, there is, so I will be, well, my transplant is hopefully the cure for it. Okay. So um, 
Yeah, so hopefully in six years, I'll be considered cured okay. and a survivor. So are you able to do like extra, I don't know, like yoga moves to help the, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Like is so that, dancing's you, really good. Okay. So my doctors tell me to keep dancing, obviously, okay. um, as much as I can. Yoga's really good. Okay. Um, stretching's really good. Any kind of movement for your body. Like the best thing I can do for myself is to try to keep moving. Yeah. Even though it's hard because I'm on, you know, I'm on oral chemo every day. I'm on a steroid every day. I'm on lots of medications that make me not want to do anything (laughs) and make me not feel like myself. But it's that mental battle of just being able to fight through the hard times and fight through it. And honestly, lately, I've just been trying to, even though I don't feel motivated to do anything, I have to tell myself, like, show my body I love it by being active, you know, like. Showing my body that I love my body by doing something for it, you know, yeah. every day. So well, it's like you're you wake up and you're in a sixty year old person's body. Yeah, no, totally. Like when yes. you're my, I mean, I still feel that way, and I'm only forty five, but I feel like in my head, like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna run over there and jump over that thing, and then in the process, I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like I can't do that. So I bet you like wake up and you're like, let's go, and you're like, oh yes. my, whatever, knee, back, ankle, totally. oh, oh, oh man. Yeah, but it's good. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I am where I am today. Yeah. You know, like, because there well, was life lessons you've there learned was many are just... times that I wasn't sure. I mean, I feel like I feel like I there was no option. Like I had I was going to fight and I was going to win. But, you know, there are still those moments of like, wow, this is really hard. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, so but honestly, so grateful for um, all the people that came together for me. I yeah. mean, being in the hospital alone, I was never physically alone. Yeah. because of social media like I think you know there's a lots of goods and bads of social media and that was such a blessing to me was having so many people I mean they did a red for tea a day yeah. on TikTok I mean there was people all over the world praying and dancing for me so yeah, yeah. I so did I, what is it? I forgot what it's called on TikTok when you do a dance and then I do it with a you duet. a duet thank yeah. you I'm like I can't remember I haven't done it for so <laughs> I haven't done it for a long I think you might have been the last person I duetted <laughs> But I forgot that the main song, what's the main song that you'd always, Glorious. Yes. So yeah. yeah. Yep. I did that with you. Just FYI. I mean, probably thousands of other people did as well, but I'm one of them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Of course. So, so, sorry, I totally lost my train of thought when I was talking about, um, so you're teaching. That's right. So you're back to teaching Yes, now. I'm back to teaching. Oh, my gosh. So yes. you're in one of the two studios, which is called what again? The Vault. The Vault. Yes. And that's in Orem. Yes. Both are, are in Orem? One's in Orem. One's in St. George. One's in St. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right in St. George. So, okay. So then you're yeah. teaching. And what kind of classes are you teaching so now? So I teach a hip-hop class. Oh, my so gosh. So I teach our adult hip-hop class on Wednesday nights, 9 o'clock. It's such a blast. That's fun. We get all kinds of people. All types of people are invited. Everybody can come. Anybody, okay. anybody. And then I teach um, my chaos dance team and then my calamity dance team. Oh my gosh. So I get to, I'm, it's so good to be back in the studio. Like oh, I, I bet. feel so good. I love it. It's my therapy. So. Okay. So I know a bunch of mom, my mom friends would love to go, not my mom, mom friends of mine <laughs> that would love to go to this class. What yeah. if they can't dance? What if they've never done hip hop? Oh, that's Can they okay. Still, like, is yes. it like hardcore or is it like are we learning in the middle of a song? Can we come? Yes, of course. Anybody can come. Okay. I have lots of moms that come. Okay. And I have I have people that come that have never even danced before or never taken a class before, okay. and they end up loving it just because the environment is so uplifting and positive, high energy. Okay. I mean, everyone there is just it's good vibes. Oh, so, that's awesome! So it's yeah. Wednesday night, nine o'clock. Nine o'clock at yeah. the Vault in Orem. Yes. Oh, awesome. Well, Tia, thank you so much for yeah, being here and sharing you. this 
amazing, heartbreaking, wonderful story with us. <laughs> Thanks for having you're, me. You're an example it. to us all. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Love you.